Hey, what up, fam? It's your boy Norm, and um, I guess I'd like to welcome you to episode 71. Um, kind of a midweek episode, but it's uh, it, the, just something that couldn't wait for the weekend. So, welcome to episode 71 of the Evangelical Norm. I got a mic, um, so that's kind of cool. Help me to keep uh, so I don't have to mute it all the time when I'm playing videos. And it doesn't pick up the the same way that the camera mic did. And so that's kind of cool that um doing that. Getting a little more professional in my uh, podcast here. So, and it looks kind of cool. It does, uh, I got to figure out where to sit. So, um, but there you go. Welcome to episode 71 of The Evangelical Norm. Um... So today, yes, um, Monday, apparently, I guess it was Monday, Monday or Tuesday, an explosive device was found in George Soros's uh, mailbox. And then today, multiple uh, explosive devices, bombs, uh, you know, the news has to call them explosive devices and we got to use words like alleged and stuff like that. But these devices were sent to Hillary Clinton um, to the, her home, uh, where Bill was home. Um, luckily, intercepted by the uh, social or, social security. <laughs> yeah, there's a Freudian slip, right? Um, Secret Service uh, sent to Barack Obama. CNN had to evacuate because of a, a bomb threat and a, a explosive device found, a bomb found. Um, apparently, uh, apparently Maxine Waters, uh, Kamala Harris, um, multiple, uh, like seven people. I don't, I don't even remember the whole list. I heard it multiple times through the day. Um, so seven prominent Democrats were, uh, received bombs sent to their, their homes or their offices and CNN throughout the day and this is absolutely abhorrent this should never happen uh this is the state of our political system we have seen shootings uh, at political uh softball games um steve scalise was shot um almost killed um we've had i mean just multiple issues that have had and now we've got bomb threats and bomb scares uh towards the other side you know it and it was um any of this stuff is deplorable none of this should happen uh the the tone of our political atmosphere has has severely gotten toxic um i'm not going to blame anybody uh which, when Steve Scalise was was shot, I didn't blame Bernie Sanders, even though it was a Bernie Sanders supporter that, that did it. You know, any of these things. When the guy shot up police officers in Dallas, I didn't blame uh, Black Lives Matter or Democrats or anybody for the rhetoric that was said. Barack Obama, anything that he said. Um, I don't think we need to be blaming the president uh, for this. Now, granted, he has said some horrible things that 
has have not helped the um, political atmosphere. Um, but again, this is the actions of apparently, I mean, what is suspected to be one person. Um, all of these uh, are suspected to be connected. I mean, it, it's it's too convenient for all of this to happen on one day and not be connected. But here's the thing that, that really bothered me more than anything else is the fact that conservatives, um, Republicans, conservatives, the right, whatever terminology you want to use to describe our side. I mean, I'm not a Republican anymore. Um, but I am a conservative. I, I do consider myself to be on the right. So many of them immediately had the, the response that this was a false flag. That the Democrats apparently did this to themselves in order to get, to gain sympathy for the upcoming elections or to, um, for whatever reason. And I think that is the most disgusting of anything um, that I've heard. You know, I mean, last week it was it was assumed that the the mob that excuse me followed Nancy Pelosi into the restaurant. People were saying that she paid to have that happen so she could get the same sympathy that Ted Cruz was getting and Mitch McConnell. Actually, I think Mitch McConnell came after Pelosi, but you know what I mean. That we've had Sarah Huckabee Sanders shouted out of restaurants, Ted Cruz. And so people were uh, making the accusation that she arranged this herself in order to garner the, the sympathy that she was trying to get. That the Republicans, oh my goodness, I'm sorry, that the Republicans were getting for the same kind of activities. And now they're saying that uh, Democrats have sent bombs to themselves to. Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. This is, I mean, if that were to to hap, were to come out that that happened, that would be absolutely disgusting and just wrong, um, on multiple multiple levels. But the fact that we assume on the right that that we immediately jump to this point rather than um, just understanding and and saying, you know, showing some sympathy and concern for the fact that seven human beings had explosive, de explosive devices sent to their, their homes or offices um, potentially could have been killed. And rather than showing some compassion... We're accusing them of doing it to themselves, and I think that is ridiculous. I think that, I mean, the the conservatives, the right, have suddenly become uh, Christine Blasey Ford. They're making accusations with zero evidence. None. There's absolutely no evidence. We have no evidence of anybody who have could have sent those bombs. We have none. There are no facts that have come in. So rather than do what they demanded in the last, or two weeks ago, 
that due process happened. Rather than that, they immediately jumped to the assumption that the Democrats did this to themselves with absolutely no evidence. And this is part of the reason why I walked away from the GOP. Because credibility is gone. Consistency in worldview is gone. We this is this is what Trump cult looks like. People who will immediately and people that I care about, people that I know, and I'm absolutely ashamed of, that immediately jumped out and made this accusation. I'm not going to mention names, and I don't know if you watch or, or or listen to my podcast, but if you do, I hope you know who you are. And I hope you will change. I hope you will, will turn from that attitude. Again, we come at this from a Christian worldview. And the first thing we should do when we hear that anybody, whether they are political opponents or not, has had a threat made on their lives, compassion is the thing we should turn to first. Never accusation. Never accusation. I guess it's not really a good thing for someone trying to do a podcast to be speechless, but I am. After what I saw today, and, you know, listening to KSL, and again, it's not my favorite radio station. I despise the LDS commercials that come on multiple times an hour. But I do like to listen to J-Mac. And the reason I like to listen to J-Mac is because he has the same attitude that I do. He wants to be consistent. He's willing to look at both sides of things. We don't always come to an agreement. I don't always agree with where his looking at both sides of things takes him. But I respect his desire to do so. I respect his desire to seek out truth and not react immediately until facts are found. That's what we need to be doing as Christians. We need to be compassionate, and then we need to wait for the truth to be revealed. And sometimes, maybe it never will. Maybe it'll never be revealed. We'll never find out. Maybe we never find out who um, sent these bombs. It, I mean, if that's the case, so be it. So be it. We don't know. But we should never ever immediately go to accusation. We just shouldn't. And today has, has been uh, an extremely disappointing day in the conservatives. who would, And I, I can't imagine. I mean, I, I did appreciate. I mean, I've been very critical of Graham Allen. And today he came out and did the same thing that I'm doing right now. I came out and, and said the way that those of us on the right reacted was wrong. We need to wait. We need to wait for facts to come forth. And then we'll we'll deal with it. You know, it could be any number of, of people who, who sent these uh, 
these bombs to these people. But we have to come, We first and foremost, we have to look at the fact that our president has said some very polarizing things, as has CNN and many of the people on the left. We've got these, these factions. I mean, it used to be, and I, I don't remember, I heard someone say it earlier, um, but I, I don't know. I wish I could attribute who said it, but... No longer do we hear these things of people saying, my friend from the other side of the aisle. I, I, I won't say we never hear that. Sometimes we still do hear that. We hear that from people like Mike Lee and Ted Cruz are willing to say those things. And there are some on the left who are willing to say those things. But you get these extremes like Donald Trump. Um who is, is just a, a far end of the spectrum uh, of extreme words that are said, and Cory Booker, um, Kamala Harris, uh, Maxine Waters. Um, I'm trying to think of, of other people on the right who have, have said um, highly inflammatory things, and, and I can't think of any except for Donald Trump. Um, and then, you know, some of the commentators on our side um i don't I, I don't even want to say our side because people who jump to those extreme conclusions and extreme statements of name calling and um you know calling people the enemy of the, the the press the enemy of the people i do not think the press is the enemy of the people i don't think the media is doing their job right i think everything is is horribly biased but I don't believe they are the enemy of the people. I don't believe Democrats are our enemy. I don't believe, as, as Hillary Clinton referred to, Republicans as the enemy. We, we shouldn't look at it as enemies. We have Yes, we have political opponents. We have people who are on the opposite side of the, the spectrum that we are politically. But to resort to violence... And again, we've got people who are just unstable enough to take a few words that they heard and go and do something like this. I mean, the the ricin scare that happened two two not, not even was it a week or two weeks ago? Guy from Logan, Utah, was arrested for sending potential ricin or raw materials to make ricin to Ted Cruz and a couple other. I don't remember the other offices that it was sent to. But again, here is the extremes of where our political atmosphere has gone, and it's toxic. You know, it, it, is, it is deadly right now, and that's scary. It's scary that, that it can be so um, violent. And I, again, I wish I had a conclusion. I wish I had a solution. The only solution. I mean, I, I do. I do have a solution. Um, and it's Christ. It is the gospel. Repentant people don't do these things. To hear Donald Trump make the statements that he says proves that he is not a repentant man. That he's not a regenerate man. I mean, it's, it's one thing for... Someone who's saved to in the, the heat of anger or rage, which is sinful in and of itself, but to slip and to use foul language or to make statements that are just um, 
vile and evil and disgusting. It's one thing to slip and do that once in a while. I can, I mean, I have, have, you know, in different circumstances and uh, times of frustration or whatever, slipped out with an F-bomb or something like that. And I mean, I I quit swearing years ago and I, it wasn't a conscience, conscious effort. I, it just stopped. Something in me changed. But once in a while, those words drop. But when you are consistently calling people names and and making you know vile statements like Donald Trump does day in day out on Twitter at rallies and things like that, it's not surprising that someone who was probably slightly unstable took those words and acted upon them in this way. And by no means am I blaming the president. I wish he would stop. But again, people have to take responsibility for their own actions. And they can't blame words. I don't blame video games for, for violence in our, our society. I don't blame music for violence or anything. I think those things should change. I don't think those things help. I don't think video games, violent, deadly video games, help to reduce the amount of violence in our in our culture. I don't think songs that glorify sex and drugs and violence do anything to help reduce the violence and the, the sin in our society. But neither do I blame them for those things either. Every person's actions, they are responsible for themselves. But Christ says, come to me, repent and put your faith and your trust in me, and I will give you a new heart. I will make you a new creation. He will change us. If Donald Trump were to truly turn to Christ or repent of his sin, I firmly believe that his attitude and his actions would change. You know, the company that I work for, the, our, our number one core value is the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But there are far too many people in our world, in our nation, in our political atmosphere right now that think that the golden rule is do unto others as they have done unto you. That's why Jesus had to carry to, to go on in the, the Sermon on the Mount and say, if someone strikes you on the cheek, turn the other to him. Because to, to, to expound upon what that do unto others as you would have them do unto you means. It doesn't mean retaliate. It doesn't mean, and I mean, that, there's all different topics that we could get into off of that. But bottom line is Christ has said, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And I know none of us want if, if a bomb were sent to our homes on any level would want the want to be accused of doing this to themselves I mean it's that's not what we would want and and again if you look at it from the other direction if these bombs were sent to Bush 41 and 43, or sent to Fox News, or sent to you know 
Ted Cruz or anybody else, those of us on the right would not ever say, oh, well, you know, they probably did it to themselves to gain political clout, to gain political advantage. I mean, none of that would never come up. And, you know, when when the ricin was sent two weeks ago to the to people like Ted Cruz's office and so on, I didn't hear anyone on the left saying that the right, that the Republicans did it to themselves. And it, usually it's the left that comes up with, with crazy, you know, comments and stuff. But it's the right this time that is gone off the rails making an accusation with with zero evidence and and jumping to conclusions before any facts have been found so you know highly political uh episode this time but uh it needed we need to be better we need to be better at this we need to react better. When something like this happens, we absolutely have to react better than we have, than we did today. And again, I, I'm, I'm lumping myself in here because it, it's people on my side of the aisle that are reacting poorly. So I just want to leave that with you guys today. Think on those things. Think on that. Think about the way that we react, you know, and how easily and how quickly we fall into this this hypocritical attitude of, you know, well, either, well, they did it, so we should be able to do it too, or excusing the behavior, negative behavior when we condemned it before, you know. There's so much inconsistency going on. We need to have a consistent worldview. We absolutely have to get better at being consistent. And, and especially as Christians, one of, my, one of my friends from church just this week made a comment. She was like, what do I do if you know, I can't align myself with an uh, organization that murders babies, read Planned Parenthood, um, but yet... I do look at some of the uh, issues and look at them more from the left side of the aisle. And what do I do? You know, I don't want to be aligned with a group. And that, that was how she said it. She goes, I, I can't support uh, an organization that murders babies and neither can I support an organization that is so blind to racial issues and you know, and so little compassion and, and so on, stating so I, I don't want to be a Democrat because of their, I mean, their golden calf is Planned Parenthood, and I don't want to be a Republican because of the rhetoric and the the attitudes that are there. And so what what is she supposed to do? And I told her straight out, I, this is what I did. You, you, uh, Disalign yourself with any political party and uh, identify yourself or register as an unaffiliated, which is what I am. And then you let your faith and your values determine your vote. And you vote, even if that means voting third party, um, 
when everyone else is going to say that's a wasted vote. You know, I didn't vote for Trump in this last election. I didn't vote for Hillary. I wrote in my friend Chris Jones because I told him, I, t- I, I was convinced that Trump was never going to get the nomination. So I told Chris, I said, hey, um, if Trump gets the nomination, I will vote for you for president. Trump got the nomination. I wrote Chris Jones on my ballot. And some people will say that's a wasted vote. No, it's not. It allowed me to maintain my conscience and I, I still perform my civic duty. So that I, I, I think that's where we, we should be. I mean, the majority of Republican or Christians fall onto the conservative side of the aisle. A huge majority. There are I know Christians who are Democrat though. And I love them. And I don't agree with them all the time politically, but I love them and I agree with them theologically. I mean, there are probably theological issues that we don't agree upon, which has led us to go to the different sides of the aisle. But I would never consider them outside of orthodoxy. I, I would probably tell them they're wrong. And then we can we can talk about that. But... W- Again, I mean, I, I digress. Uh, we need to get better. We need to be uh, more compassionate in our response to these things, less uh, jumping to conclusions, um, less accusations without evidence, and more patient to wait to see what facts come out before we make an assumption. You know, it's the same thing in every situation. And in a situation like this, where violent acts are, are things have been sent, cop shootings, white cops shooting black people, black men mostly, we have to wait. We cannot jump to the conclusion that it was a racist cop or that it was a, a thug that they were shooting. We don't know. Again, I, I think of the song, one, the justice off of hashtag C4 by Kirk Kennedy. You know, did was he a thug that was going after the cop's gun, or did he turn and run and then the cop fired? You know, whichever way. But have we forgotten that the family lost a son? Did, can we be that willing to to let our political attitudes cloud our minds so much that we lose the fact? That seven bombs were sent to people's homes, people's places of work, uh, and uh, an entire uh, news studio that had to be evacuated. People could have died. And maybe it's the fact that nobody did, that we're willing to be so cavalier with our attitudes and our comments. But people could have died. And we're going to jump to laying the blame on the, the victims? That's, that's unconscionable. It's horrible. It's disgusting. And Christians, we need to do better. So I'm going to leave you with that. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until this coming weekend, Soli Deo Gloria.